0: Welcome back to my dad's podcast, season two, My Blackest Transnational. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram. Hope you enjoy the show.
1: Bye! You are listening to My Blackest Transnational, and today is one of those special pillow talk episodes where I have my lady right next to me this time. Hey, it's me. It's Dr. Wanda in the building. So, how are you?
0: I am great. I'm doing great.
1: Right? Last time we had you on the show... You were pregnant. Now you're not. I'm pregnancy free. You're pregnancy free, right? You're, you know, you've been free, but you're really not free, right? Because you still got stuff that you got to do, you know, with our with our newborn son. That little
0: ball inside of me has now come out and is a
1: baby. That's kind of gross, but it's true. So we, we you know, we are we definitely very excited to have... Our son Jaden is with us and he's currently asleep right now as we are in the process of recording this Pillow Talk episode.
0: It's um, the only time we can do it. Yeah,
1: we've got to make it work. We're parenting and we're podcasting. So, it's amazing. But how are you feeling? I mean, I don't want to speak for you. I want to hear I want them to hear you.
0: I'm feeling good. I'm happy, I'm excited. Um this is like a new little phase. I remember having a baby back in nine years ago, and everything's kind of coming back. It's all a little different too, having a boy instead of a girl. Right. I mean, we've all gotten peed on, right?
1: Oh, well, <laughs> you know that's a setup for a lot of jokes, and I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily go there right now. And I remember
0: yes. when we first brought him home. You know, even being a pediatrician, you know, we learn certain things, but we don't learn certain things. Um, I didn't know you were supposed to put the little penis down. And so we put the diaper on, and it'll shoot straight up. So he'd pee out of the diaper at the top or pee out on the side. And so now we make sure to put his little penis down.
1: You know, historically, there have been tons of people who have had to put the penis down. So <laughs> <laughs> so
0: it's been a learning experience, yeah. but fun nonetheless.
1: You yeah, know, it's, it's been a blessing. Um, And it's it's been fun in the midst of this COVID-19 to be able to have him here, you know, to be I think it kind of worked out right on time for us. Right.
0: Oh, yeah. So he was born and I don't know, maybe a week and a half later, national national emergency declared and everybody was stuck in the house. So um, it was a little crazy, but we got the chance to get our moms in to see him and got them back to their respective places. Um, And we've just been living our best life, you know. We did get a naming ceremony in though before the lockdown. Yes,
1: we did. And I was going to ask about that because I was going to ask you, what was your, you know, we talked about it the first time when you were pregnant. It was like, yo, this is what the naming ceremony is. And you finally got to experience it. So, what was it like for you to experience it?
0: It's kind of like a christening where you bless the child and you say um, everything that you want for the child, you give him his names. Um, It was a really good experience. I would have appreciated if it had happened a little later. Cause seven days after he was born, I was still swollen and didn't necessarily like the way I looked. But hey, what can I say? It was a good experience, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. He can You know, you got to see how all the names were given. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it was, it was, a, it was an, an insightful experience for me as well. Because even though I knew about it, heard about it. You know, never really got to experience it with my own eyes at an age where I can be able to comprehend everything that was going on. So, you know, when I did it when my my little brother was born, ninety five, I was only like six years old. So, like, I didn't know what was going on. I went to school, came back, knew I had a brother, loved him, but I knew his name was Toby, and I was like, okay, cool, <laughs> right? Like, so that was it. You know, so I mean, I knew his name was Toby from from the get go, but when they officially did the naming ceremony, things kind of hit. You know what I'm saying? What was that? That's, oh, the air just kicked in. It's cool. So, um, you know, with the naming ceremony now, being able to actually see it and have the name given and be part of the, you know, the process, you know, as far as writing the names down and praying over it, it just kind of made things feel real, like to kind of see the procession happen. I, I loved it I, I'm glad that we did it And I'm glad that we did it The way we did it You know Which yeah. was In the privacy of it's our a home small It's small intimate Very small intimate Just you know The ones who could make it Made it You know And obviously It was in the midst of the COVID-19 Would also made it A little bit smaller But to get that Intimate time With our family members Our mothers And just give the name And pray And eat Good Nigerian food Oh and I dressed up I got
0: on the full Nigerian garb True Which I didn't even do In Nigeria I don't think no, I mean I tried on some stuff, but I didn't do like the real headdress and put on the real clothes. Yeah,
1: that's true. My mom, my mom, she was like not mm-hmm. playing games at all with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shout out to Mom C for, for, for you know hooking that up. So now you know that we have our son, and obviously we, you know we have our daughter as well. But to have a half Nigerian boy and half American, like what? Okay, what do you what do you feel now having this transnational baby? Well, I don't even know if he's transnational yet, but I'm labeling him as, as such.
0: <laughs> transnational baby. Um, You know, it doesn't really come into play. I don't really think about it. I can say that I did think about it once since he's been born. And that was when I filled out the census. Okay. And for him, I put unknown.
1: <laughs> Why would you do that? Because
0: I felt like...
1: Wait, you never told me this. Why would you do this?
0: I did. Why? I told you. I put for you that you were not transnational, what was it they put? Um, African immigrant Okay, is what I put for you. But I didn't put, I put unknown for him because I didn't want to box him in. I wanted him to be able to say what he was and what he wanted to express. So I did think about it at that point, this half and half concept mm-hmm. and whether or not he'd pick one side versus the other or he'd not pick a side or he'd go neutral. Who knows? But other than that, I haven't thought about it it's just been this is my little light-skinned boy that looks just like his daddy the the concept of being transnational didn't really come into my mind
1: it might just be because of the fact that this is what like i'm obsessed with but i think about it all the time i thought about it immediately you know even when i see him every day that i see him I'm thinking when they about,
0: pulled him out and he was
1: I was like, man, Joe. I was like, that's putting your arms. You I was I was already thinking about you know like what life would be like for him like in you know as Nigerian and as an American and having to navigate both worlds. So yeah, I was definitely think I I definitely think about it a lot as far as just trying to make sure that he has all that he can have right? as far as exposure to the language, exposure to the food, exposure to having the name, you know, having multiple names. You know having a naming ceremony like I want him to have all the experiences that I had and even the ones that I didn't have so that you know whenever he gets to that age he has the best of both worlds and whenever he's ready to make that choice you know I hope he makes the right one but whatever makes him happy is ultimately what matters to me but I hope that he, he finds the value in having this transnational nature of being able to navigate both worlds being able to have families from from multiple countries from multiple cultures that are loving him and this this international blended village that he's going to be a part of that's Mm -hmm. going to hopefully help raise him you know i think it's special so i mean we're blessed no complaints just wanted to know what you were thinking about that because i i think about that every day but it's interesting to see that you don't think about it but i think Mm -mm. at some point you know
0: i mean i have thought about it when it comes to taking him to nigeria now, that's something that I've thought about. Like, when are we going to take him physically to Nigeria for the first time? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I think my response is going to change now because of what's going on. Well, yeah. But if you had asked me this before COVID-19, I probably would have told you that, you know, shoot, as soon as he's able to walk and as soon as he can be able to, you know, walk and talk and we can be able to you know, I, I would say probably like one and a half, close to two years. Okay. Oh, you know, but. Well, one. you know, the
0: pediatrician inside of me says he got to be able to have his MMR vaccines. Okay. And <laughs> he's got to be able to take his malaria prophylaxis.
1: Okay. I'm. I'm not gonna argue against. (laughs) I'm not gonna argue against that vaccine stuff because I'm not a conspiracy theorist. So well, and we'll save that for another episode or so. But (laughs) yeah, I'm. I'm all for that. So long as he's able. I just don't want him to be in a vulnerable state where he's being carried by people randomly. If he can walk a little bit, then I'd rather him be able to do that. And I want to be able to put him in a space where he can at least be protected. But he can at least be able to interact with his family members and all that. Um, I don't know if I would take him deep into the village. I would rather wait till he's like two, three. But as far as like being in like Lagos or being in like Abuja, being in one of the largest cities, Mm -hmm. I think that's fine. That would that would be what I want to do. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, but speaking of, you know, uh, you know, when it comes to taking care of him and being next to him and all that, I think we've come up with a nice little routine as far as how we go about caretaking for him.
0: Oh yeah, Um, we kind of figured that out before he was even born. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we know our our personalities.
1: Yeah, so with the COVID-19, obviously, Wanda's been on maternity leave, and I was supposed to go on paternity leave, but because of COVID-19, you know, I was supposed to go on paternity leave in the fall, but because of COVID-19 came in, things kind of picked up a little earlier, so I'm pretty much on paternity leave now. Shh, say nothing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, let me tell you, this man goes to work every day, nine to five, 40 hours a week. So ain't nobody on paternity.
1: Yeah. So, uh, but I'm home. I'm pretty much going to be a stay-at-home dad for the rest of the year. 2020 is a wrap for me. I don't plan on going out. I'm pretty much indoors. I mean,
0: uh, most people want to do over of 2020 anyway.
1: Exactly. So. But I'm I'm just, I'm. I'm doing what I normally would like to do anyway. I'm a homebody. So this is perfect. Like. I, 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 I pray for the lives that are lost and I think about all those that are affected by the by the pandemic, but as far as I'm concerned, as far as silver linings are concerned, this is it, yo. Like, I'm at home. I get to spend time with my mans, right? And we get to bond. We get to watch. Well, there's no sports to watch right now, so that kind of sucks, but we get to at least spend quality time together. get to come up with names for each other, whatever the case may be. Oh... Your
0: little
1: nickname for him? Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about the nicknames. What's your nickname? Well, so I call him G-Day, but I think G-Day is one of those formal names that you can come up with, like G-Day. I call him G-Day. And Nigerians were very good with, like, Gidesco, Bibeto, Bebeto, like, you know, whatever. Like, so I call him Gidesco. Gidesco is a nice name. I think his Ante Uzo calls him that, too, G-Desko. G-Day Gidesco. Uh, I think we've also come up with JJ the Milkman. Right, mm-hmm. Alicia JJ calls him the milkman. Yeah, our daughter Alicia calls him JJ, so we call him JJ the milkman. Mm-hmm. And then, um, baby J was one that I came up with too, just randomly for the Instagram posts and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I
0: said Kobe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kobe, I forgot
1: about that, Kobe baby. Um, yeah, Kobe, uh, and then we have. What is the other one?
0: One sock bandit. The one
1: sock bandit. He absolutely. is
0: always rocking one yes, sock. Yes, he
1: is the one sock bandit. If you, I mean, the thing about it is that our son is such a just a really cool guy. He's a cool guy that just likes one of his one of his feet out. He just doesn't <laughs> like both his feet out. He like one, just one. It doesn't matter which one. He just needs one of his foot out with no sock. He don't need no sock on one of his foot. So like every time, no matter what. He, he only got one sock on We put two socks on By the time we look up He got one sock <laughs> So like We just call him The one sock bandit because With the
0: strongest kicks
1: he, he's, His kick game Is off the chain Alright So I don't know What it is But He he just enjoys The breeze On one of his feet So like It's it's cool But What is the other name Um Call him the one sock bandit Jadesco JJ JD might be a possibility When he gets older I'll let him pick on that Uh
0: I and mean, I thought Alex was gonna be a nickname. Jay Alex, we never got Jay Alex.
1: Really. I've heard him. I've heard some people from his aunties from afar call him Jay Alex. What happened to Alex Medu? Alex Medu was the name for my <laughs> co- my colleagues. They call him Alex Medu when I was pregnant. When he was pregnant, uh, so they might still call him that when they get to see him when we get back to work. Uh, yeah, but, so he has tons of nicknames, and that's just what happens. I think G Day might be the one that becomes more of the formal, similar to how like people call me Kelly when you know i'm around my family especially my paternal side they call me kelly day might end up being that and i think everything else might just be one of those playful nicknames that he'll love as he's growing up so it's been cool it's been cool to kind of have those nicknames but we, we, we were talking about the schedule we come up mm-hmm. with a nice little schedule right so what happens is that wanda's is an is a early bird and i'm a night owl so i normally spend the nights with Jadena, where where she goes to sleep around nine and she wakes up like around maybe like three or four. So I'm with him from like nine to four. Make sure that he got his titty milk. Make sure that he got you know his diaper changed.
0: Breast milk.
1: Oh, bro. Did I what did I say? Titty milk. Oh, I did.
0: My mm-hmm. bad. My bad. Yeah. I, that
1: just came. That just rolled off the tongue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But yes, yeah, so the breast milk, and I make sure he gets his food. You know, get his diaper changed if he's up. He normally never really he's he's he normally falls asleep in my arms pretty easy, so he's not up that long. He's chilling.
0: Oh, you didn't tell him about your magic.
1: No, I'm not gonna tell him about my magic. That's for me and him. That's between me and him. We ain't oh. gotta put my man's we ain't gonna put our business out there like that okay. all the way. You know what I mean? Okay. Like we okay. gotta save that that's a father son thing. I'm gonna let but him us
0: just say y'all got your own thing.
1: I'ma let him say that himself when he get the chance to speak on, on his behalf. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You heard me. So um Yeah, so it's just been fun. I think we've been making this work. I'm glad that we've been making this work. I I was a little worried about the late nights, and I thought I'd be like sleep deprived, and I thought I'd be like super, super cranky. And it hasn't been like that, and and I thank God for that. We've been blessed to be able to just, you know, flow so well together when it comes to just even before the baby, right? Even with the baby now, I mean, it's been cool. And I mean, like you said, you wake up three o'clock in the morning. You, you've always been doing that because you value your me time or whatever you call it. Uh, so, I'm going to
0: need you not to do the air quotes. Me time is real time. Oh okay. My time.
1: So, I mean, yeah. Do you, do you want to tell me a story about your me time thing to the oh, past couple of days with Alicia or no?
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, i get up early because me time. Everybody knows if you're a mom, you're always on duty. Your kids are always calling you first. They always need something. You got to cook. You got to clean. You're doing all of these things. So anyways, um, you know, we all been stuck in a house and so I said, Well one of these days I'm just gonna get up, go to Starbucks, cause Starbucks was closed for a good couple of weeks when this all this first hit and mm-hmm. now it's back open. And so I was like, I'm gonna go to Starbucks, get a little sense of normalcy, get my little coffee that I usually get, and then go to the drive through, get my car washed, and then sit out there and vacuum and just get the car nice and clean. Mm-hmm. Social distancing. I ain't touching nobody. I ain't seeing nobody. I got my music blasted with my coffee cleaning. I did this. Probably took about three hours. I get home and I hear, oh, I want some Starbucks. Oh, and I look at her and said, no, mm mm-mm. So I put her in the bed, you know, uh, that night. And she says to me, well, if you go do the other car, can I come with you so I can get Starbucks too? I was like, no, this is my me time. I mean, when do I get me time? Oh well, you know, after you put me to bed, you go lay down in your bed. That's your me time. <laughs> I said no. In what world <laughs> is me trying to go to sleep this, at nine o'clock, laying yo, in my bed, my me time? Yo, swear no, to,
1: swear to God, yo. Like I've been telling you, babe. Like you, you, you've been getting her really accu- accustomed to that, to that life, that Starbucks life, and now she doesn't she doesn't understand how you could tell her no when it comes to starbucks it doesn't make sense to her she can't fathom it i've been telling you from the jump what you get she don't need to get everything that you get but every time you get it i understand motherhood maybe i don't but i don't understand because i never gave birth but i just feel like she doesn't always have to get what you get now don't get me wrong even as a dad I find my ways to give her her ways. It's just that it's a little bit more negotiating that goes on a little bit more of a of a, of a a back and forth. But I sometimes give her her way. Even when it comes to the Starbucks thing. Like I said, we went to go get Mother's Day gift, you know, a couple of days before Mother's Day. Pick it up from Starbucks. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> pick it, pick up it up from Target. Pick it up from Target, right? Which is always next to a Starbucks. So.
0: Or got a Starbucks
1: in it. Uh, facts. So, like. I'm out there at the little drive, the pickup curbside joint. And she's like, yeah, Dada, uh, you know, can we, um, can we, and she always asks, you know, in the way that, you know, she know what she want to ask, but she don't want to ask it straight up because she's scared <laughs> of being told no. So she's like, Dada, can we, um, uh, you know, can we uh, go to Starbucks when we done with this? So I'm like, why? And she's like, well, I want to get my Frappuccino and my, and my croissant. You know, I have my money with me <laughs> And I looked down, I was like go, Yeah, I'm like, if you don't go sit your behind down Like, no, we ain't coming for no Starbucks Right, but then obviously I'm like, yeah, this is What your mom's used to giving you So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not doing a Starbucks thing But she's like, well, can we go to this Froyo place, which is right down The, the parking lot I'm like, okay, let's check that out. I'm on the phone with my mentee, but I'm like, okay, you know what, let me check this out. Let so we go to that place. It's closed. So she like, well, um, can we go back to Starbucks? I'm like, no. That Starbucks thing is out the way because I'm not waiting no drive through for you, sweetheart. If it was up to me, you drinking water 24-7 on rags. That's mm-hmm. me. Yeah, that's me, though, but it's, it's fine. Um, balance. So... She we driving back home and she's just like, well, can we get those little um those little cookies with the holes in them and you know the ones that you normally like to get mm. that you don't share and I'm like I do share but you know she, I'm like what are you talking about she like the cookies I and mean, the yeah, shortbread yeah the shortbread mm-hmm. cookies I know what she's asking for but I be wanting her to say it out say it with her chest say it out loud so we can <laughs> so we can get it out you know out in the open I like to play mind games sometimes so. She's like, I'm like the shortbread. She's like, yeah, the shortbread. So yeah, we ended up getting the shortbread cookie. So she had that, and she brought it home. Y'all ate it together. It didn't last a day. I
0: ate one shortbread. It didn't bread. last.
1: It did not last a day. All right. <laughs> so, you know, that's normally it. But the Starbucks thing, yeah, you got her hooked on that stuff. You should have given her some McDonald's ass coffee and just let <laughs> her roll with that. Like, I don't uh, like
0: McDonald's. I coffee. know you don't, but your mama
1: do, right? So that's <laughs> well, what my I'm, mama do. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it, either way, you know, know where you came from. Know where to start it, and but yeah, our, our you know obviously, we got a
0: good a good thing going. Yeah, with our timing. Yeah,
1: and we have an amazing nine year old. Obviously, she's growing. She's becoming smarter, more aware. She's slick. She drinks Starbucks. She's bougie. She's privileged, and, and she's a great babysitter. She's a great babysitter. In house babysitter. She's amazing. She's an amazing big sister. She loves the gig. And speaking
0: uh, of babysitting, she's gonna babysit for us this this Friday.
1: Yes. What is Friday? Friday's our anniversary. Yes, I just, I knew that. I just wanted to see if you knew that. (laughs) So, so yes, we are celebrating our second anniversary and heading towards the third year. And it makes sense why we're having this episode the week of our anniversary to have a pillow talk episode is fitting. So, you know, heading into three years, you know, we'll kind of wind and and wrap up with this conversation. What is, how's it been married to this old transnational dry skin, (laughs) Um,
0: It's been interesting. In. I mean, you bring something to my life that I didn't have before. Uh, Nigerian, mm-hmm. uh, transnational. Red African. steel? I
1: brought red stew into your life. <laughs> I brought red steel, F4 Riro, um, Gary, uh, Jollof rice, fried rice, Nigerian fried rice, beans. Moy, Moy. Okay, never mind, never mind.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of that, we had all of that when the baby was born and your mom came. Yeah. She made all of that. Shout out
1: to my mom, C. <laughs> my mom, C. is a real, real, like like legit. Not to divert too much about this anniversary thing, but I really have to give, I, I know she doesn't listen to the show, but maybe one day she will. And that's fine. Because, I. and it's not for any of her, like, I just, to explain a podcast to my mom at this point, it's just, it's worth no energy <laughs> it's not even worth it so we just we like just pray radio? by the grace of god by the grace of allah in her case that it happens all right so anyway my mom c came through and Jadena was born on the fourth. she came through like on the ninth and when i tell you she was here for me like, for like four days for the for the she was here mainly for the um naming ceremony mm-hmm. and when i tell you she was in the kitchen like not on even also like yo she came on a straight mission like she i, I took her to the store bought it everything that she needed she was like you know take me to the african store take me to the meat shop take me to where where i can get my utensils buy me a pot mm-hmm. like give me everything i was like, okay ma i'm gonna get you everything because i told her like ma do you want me to get it myself no no no, no don't got do this i'm gonna do it myself when i come i won't see everything myself i was like ma you sure you don't <laughs> want me to buy this i'll buy everything for you we'll bring everything when you come you just cook you know she said no i want to see everything i want to buy everything don't even go and touch anything let me come and see it myself okay cool Cool. <laughs> so man, when I tell y'all that I bought it and I laid everything out for her, she was in the kitchen. It was like two two in the afternoon. She was in that kitchen till about six, seven o'clock. No mm-hmm. lie. Right? Yeah. You was there. You yeah. were sitting there breastfeeding like no she lie. Was on her feet. She was on her feet all the way through and she made an entire rotation of meals.
0: Man we still got jollof Rice and Moimor. In the freezer right
1: now. Yep. Since, since March. I mean, it's good. So like my mom blessed us. And and that's another part of the cultural piece that I definitely feel like I'm glad to kind of have in my life and to have a mother like that who really, you know, she gave him his, she gave you like his um, traditional bath. Oh God. Which was very traumatic for her and partially me.
0: I was in tears. I won't lie. My
1: mom gave, so one of the things about the culture is that like you're supposed to bathe the baby. And aggressively. It's I it's it's, it's, it's not say aggressively, but you're supposed it to give was the, supposed to give the baby an African bath, right? And the baby is like you're supposed to you get one of those African sponges. For those who know, if you know, you know. Right. It's one of those little rougher sponges, and you're supposed to like really scrub the baby down, use the black soap. Flip him over. Yo, man, and my mom, my mom had my man's rolling, yo. And he took
0: it like a him G. Hang him by the legs and hang him by the arms. He and... took it like a
1: G. Like he was not I mean he cried a little oh bit, God. but then he stopped and he was just good. Like he was like, Okay, man, do what you gotta do it was a little tough it was a little tough to watch you know but it happened and he was safe it wasn't like she did anything rough it was just you know the first time you see a baby your baby's crying and it was a little tough you know but we made it through we were good he was good he's clean his skin is fresh he's glowing he has that melanin glow it's light skin but it's melanin right so he's fine and and so we were blessed and again speaking of blessed three years these are the new experiences that even yeah. in our relationship we've been together for seven years but we've been married towards our third year and yeah. it just it just but still I mean, feels so new.
0: You've brought so many new things to my life. I mean, I thought at this age—not to say that I'm old or anything—but at this age, I was like, well, you know, kind of stuck in my ways. You know, I know I know what I know. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I didn't been here and done that and did this and did that. But I mean, just going over our trips to nigeria just experiencing africa experiencing a different culture experiencing different people that's something i never even thought about and it never even came into my mind that that was something i even wanted but then when i got it it was like well dang I, i've been missing this all this time right. all this food all this culture all these people all these um new experiences i mean we were together the first time I went into, like, a Delta Lounge when we went to Nigeria. That was oh, the first yeah. time we did Yo, we one of those.
1: T- yeah. Yo, we were flying bougie. We fly. <laughs> we flew bougie. First
0: we... time we went business class. First time ever. The Delta Lounge. Oh and they're God. getting all the food. Yo, I mean. We had
1: a good time, man. Yeah. Like, going in the lounges, getting them food. Going to the little. They had a nice little bathroom. We were sitting there just getting free drinks and talking. Yeah, man. Hey. Those are good times. Even being on those flights, that British Airways flight. Yeah,
0: <sighs> of course. Yep. We did that. Don't do Air France though tonight. Never
1: do Air France. <laughs> God, never do Air France. With thousands of twos in question, man. But I, I mean, yeah, I. It feels so. It feels like we've been together forever. It feels. It feels new though. Like it, it's not new. Like I've never seen this before, but. It feels like there's always there's no stress if, if there's no I mean we may have our disagreements we may have our um you know confrontations as far as what we believe in and we both have you know, strong opinions about certain things and we stand our ground and that's how it's supposed to be. But we allow ourselves to communicate where we stand from. Even when we're frustrated, when we're talking about the important things in our lives, our finances and stuff like that, like we may have our different opinions and we may have our perspectives on certain things, but we always communicate. And that's always been a foundation of our relationship and our love. And, you know, that's why I always say, you know, there's nothing, no one can put a candle next to you. I don't care about anything because I feel like my love, For you, it was tailored for you.
0: No, my I hate when you start talking like this because it makes me sound so bad. But I'm dead ass. Because I'm, I'm, I don't be knowing what to say. I don't have the words that you
1: have. You don't got to have the words. You've given me all the gifts that I need <sighs> in my life that makes me happy that words don't need. Dude, these are priceless things that words don't need to be able to capture. You give me one of the most beautiful babies that I may ever have in my entire life. Aww. Right? Like, so I'm blessed. You know,
0: I said I wasn't having no more kids, right?
1: Right. But let's, <laughs> look at you now, <laughs> uh, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look at you now breastfeeding as you say that you know what i'm saying (laughs) so like but no seriously it's 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 been fun i have a partner and it's been such a great ride i'll just add
0: one more thing go ahead i think something that's great about us is that we know each other's strengths and we let each other function in their strengths
1: Mm. we don't try to articulate that for the listeners please before we wrap up
0: yes we don't try to repress each other's strengths so if you know that I do something well and I know that you do something well we allow each other to succeed and mm-hmm. excel in that
1: mm-hmm. I definitely agree and but that that takes communication that takes understanding that takes sacrifice and humility and that's a lot that you've shown you know for for you you've been able to say know, I tell everybody that Wanda's the smartest person in the house it's true um I just talk a lot, so it makes me sound like I'm smart, <laughs> but I'm really not. Yeah. I'm just out here, you know, but Wanda's actually the smartest one in the house, and it's true. She's I'm Not just because she's a physician. She's an amazing problem solver, and I'm decent, that but I'm not true. her. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, I, I'm the wisest. I'll put that you out You know a
0: lot about it, a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, but I don't think, you know, I, I need you just as much as you would ever think. Um, and it works out so well, so we're blessed. And I think just three years just feels like a drip in the ocean. You know, like it's a drop, but there's a drip in it. <laughs> 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 I'm talking, okay. I'm talking crazy. Um, but yeah. So it's it's I, I just love you so much, and even to be able to have these good times, it's it's a blessing. I I can't express to the listeners. I'm always so proud of to be able to talk about my wife. I could talk about her forever. I can talk about my kids forever. And you've been able to give me this. I just never thought, you know, if you asked me this eight years, nine, ten years ago in 2010 when I was getting ready to graduate where I was going to be, you know, in life, who I was going to marry and all that. I never thought this would be this. And I I have no complaints. So to go into this anniversary.
0: 2010, I would have never imagined our life or my life would be the way it is. So that's all I'm going to say.
1: It's great. So I just, you know, I thank you for this. I thank you for your support. Even being on the podcast with me supporting the things that I'm very passionate about. I mean, it just speaks volumes to know that wherever I go in this life, that I can always have you with me. And we've always talked about how we just, are, we we are just the, the perfect dynamic duo. Um, so here's to another year and in, in forever, you know, I love you.
0: I love you too.
1: So we'll wrap it up there. I hope you all enjoyed listening to us. I didn't go through the formalities before, so I'll go through it now. If this is your first time listening to my Black is Transnational, this is the Pillow Talk edition. This is where my wife and I come together and we kind of just talk about all the things that are in our mind. Sometimes we like to integrate the transnational aspect of things because we are from various, from d- two different cultures, her being African American and me being African immigrant. We like to talk about experiences and how it, in- it kind of integrates with our love and our lives as parents and professionals. So, you know, but if you like what you heard, you can always find this podcast on your favorite podcast listening apps, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, you can email us at blacktransnational17 at or you can check out our website at blacktransnational.wixsite.com. So thank you so much for listening. There's going to be a couple more as we wrap up season two of My Blackest Transnational. We're heading towards the end, but we wanted to get one more pillow talk in. So it's been a blessing. Like, thank you all for listening. My name is Dr. Kalechi Bay-Lamberts. My black is transnational. And I hope by the end of this,
0: yours will be too.
1: Yours will be too. Peace.